Hallelujah, Jesus. Is there anybody in the house that wants to praise that lovely name tonight? Thank you, Jesus, for that beautiful name. That name that is above every other name. I'm so thankful, God, that you're the one that bears that name that is given. God, that without no man can be saved. It's the name of Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Amen. I cannot imagine going through life without knowing that name. I cannot imagine going through what we've gone through the last few years without knowing the name of Jesus. Have you ever spoken that name in a moment where you needed God to just move and everything in an instant changed and turned around, the fever broke, something showed up that wasn't there before? He's a miracle working God. Amen. Everything can be found in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. I am so thankful for the presence of God that has been so strong in this place all day today. Amen. There has been such a mighty move of God. A deep anointing. My. If you weren't here today, I, I, not because I preach, but God was just awesome in this house today. Amen. And if you weren't in the prayer room a moment ago, you missed church number two. This is church number three today. Some of them were in the prayer room this morning, so for them, this is church number four. They might have even found some to watch after this afternoon. This, there's some of these that have been going all day, but tonight would be a night where some of you, it would be easy just to cruise and coast along and just have another service that you come and say that you were here on a Sunday night, but I don't, I don't want that tonight. It would be easy to just go along with the motions and show up and say that I was here, but I'm not interested in that tonight. There's enough people that they, they do away with their Sunday night and they do away with every time they come into the house of God, but I'm thankful to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. I'm thankful to know that God is still doing something and I want to be a part of it. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I'm going to read verses 1 through 8. I'll, I'll read through it quickly. Amen. To everything. Say it. To everything. To everything. There is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. A time. A time. 
There's a time. There's a time. There's a time. I know you read it, but do you get it? There's a time. Psalms 33 and 1 in the Passion Translation, just because I love how it said. It's time. It's time to sing and shout for joy. Greater Life Church family, it's time to sing and to shout for joy. Enough sorrow, enough persecution, enough headaches, enough heartaches. It's time. It's time to sing and to shout for joy. Go ahead, all you redeemed ones. Do it. Do it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's time. It's time. It's time. Amen. Look at somebody around you and tell them it's time. That's what I want to preach to you for just a moment on tonight. It's time. Brother Clyde T., you can go sit right there. Don't go too far. Amen. Yeah, he can get on the organ later if he wants to. You can be seated in the house of the Lord tonight. No matter what season of life you may be in, it's time. To everything there is a season and a time. So no matter what season you find yourself in tonight, it's time. Maybe it's time for some of you to start planning some things. But for some of you, it's time to harvest some things. And we can sit back and go through the motions and come and go to one more service or we can make up in our mind tonight that this is not going to be just another Sunday night and that something can change and perhaps something needs to change in our mindset and in our approach when we come into the house of God that we not come in defeated and deflated but we come in with a made up mind that says you know what it's time that God does something it's time that we get together and worship it's time that we shout for joy it's time that we sing our song again it's time that I have liberty again to dance it's time that I pray Praise God like I used to praise God. It's time to have church. There was a woman with the issue of blood. We know the story all so well and we can quote it to everybody. But she made up in her mind that it's time to get desperate. I've tried everything else. I've wasted all my money. I've gone to all these doctors and I've tried this and I've tried that. But today, it's time to try Jesus. Today, it's time for me to press further than I've ever pressed before. Today, I need a miracle from God. Today, it is time. And who knows, maybe it's my time. Today could be the day. Tonight could be the night. And you say, well, I didn't come in here expecting that. That's all right. Jesus showed up and you felt his presence in this place. And I've come to tell 
somebody tonight. Whatever you've got to press through to touch him tonight, you ought to do it because it's time. It's time that somebody step out of their comfort zone and say, I've got to get to Jesus. I've got to touch him. It's time now. He may not be here tomorrow. I may not be here tomorrow. But while I have this opportunity, while I have this time in this moment, I'm going to take advantage of it. Matthew 9, it says, But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good cheer, be of good comfort, for thy faith hath made thee whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But watch what it says next. And the woman was made whole from that hour, from that time. From that moment that she had made up in her mind that nothing was going to stop her and nothing was going to hinder her. From that moment on, she was healed. From that time on, she was healed. Because she made up in her mind, it's time for me to get my healing. It didn't matter what had happened before. Yes, there were scars. Yes, there were memories of all who failed her and let her down. But there were also testimonies that were on the way. And I've come to speak the same thing to you tonight. There are scars in your life. There are wounds that you still have and you still carry. But there are also testimonies that you not only have, but there are testimonies that are coming. And you're going to be able to say, there was this one Sunday night that I was at Greater Life Church and it was my time. I didn't know anything was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to unfold but I was sitting there in my pew and I just felt something come over me and I just felt like tonight was my night I know I've prayed for a miracle before I know I've prayed God for my babies to come back to God before but in prayer in the Holy Ghost I saw it again brand new like the first time and I said it's time it's time it's It's time. Our hour is running out. It's time now for us to respond to every move of God. It's time for us to teach every Bible study we can. It's time for us to join in every prayer meeting we can. It's time for a move of God. Matthew 10. He says, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils. And they will scourge you in their synagogues. And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake. For a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, When you find that that time has come and you find yourself in a courtroom or you find yourself in the presence of a king or a president or a governor or somebody of high power, the president, the CEO of somebody that's cornered you and they're trying to shame you and they're trying to shut you up and shut you down. When you find yourself in that place, when they deliver you up... 
Take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. For it is not that ye the speak, but the Spirit your Father which speaketh in you. You hear me, you've already had moments like that. Some of you have already been put in positions where you didn't know what you were going to say and you didn't know what you were going to do, but you just obeyed God and you just followed after Him and you said, when the time is right, when the time is right, I'm just going to have faith that when I open my mouth, the right thing's going to come out. Because it's not going to be me that's speaking, but Him. Some of you have been questioned by somebody and said, well, what does it take to be saved? Or why why do you believe this? And why do you believe that? And you haven't thought about that in a long time. And you haven't rehearsed those scriptures in quite some time. But somewhere tucked deep and down your soul, you had that word tucked in your heart. And at just the right time, God used you to speak into somebody's life. God gave you a word to speak to somebody. You went up to them in the store and said, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I just want you to know that God loves you and that God sees you and tears start falling from their face. That's what happens when you respond when it's time. That's what happens when you respond and let God use you when He wants to use you. You ought to wake up every day and say, it's time that I'm used of God. It's time that I let the Holy Ghost flow through me. It's time that I let God have His way and speak through my life. There was a woman whose daughter was vexed by a devil who refused to take no for an answer. And in her spirit she said, It's time. This devil has bothered my baby girl for far too long. It's time. It's time. And so the Bible says she goes. And she's not worried about being proper. And she's not worried about protocol. And she's not worried about what everybody else thinks. All that matters is that there's somebody that she knows that needs a touch from God. And she said, if, if he's here, if he's anywhere near me, it's my opportunity right here and right now. It's time. I'm not going to wait until next week. I'm not going to wait until somebody finds me worthy enough. I'm not going to wait on my neighbor. I'm not going to wait on my daughter. I'm going to take a step out in faith and I'm going to go to Jesus. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Because she was willing to say, it's time. There was a boy who was also being vexed by a devil in Matthew chapter 17. And Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him. And that child was cured from that very hour. You notice when Jesus shows up, things happen that very hour. Things happen that very moment. Something stirs right then, right now, 
right in this moment, right in the house of God, right in His sanctuary, right at the altar, right in the middle of worship, right here and right now. So if God moves in that way, why would I not say it's time now? It's time for my miracle right now. It's time for my breakthrough tonight. It's time for me to break the mold right now. It's time for that stronghold to be brought down in the name of Jesus. It's time for that addiction to break in the name of Jesus. It's time for those lions to shut their mouths. It's time for the enemy to be on the run. It's time for me to live in victory. It's time for me to shout and sing a song unto the Lord. It's time, Greater Life Church. Don't be waiting on your neighbor. Don't wait on somebody else across the aisle. Make up in your mind. It's time for me. It's time for my family. It's time for my church. It's time for revival. It's time to see people baptized by the hundreds. It's time to get a bus ministry. It's time to go out in the highways and byways. It's time to compel them to come. It's time to see the drug addicts delivered. It's time to see the prostitutes saved. It's time. It's time. It's time. Notice with me in Matthew 15 and Matthew 17. It was not them that was troubled. It was not them that was battling some things. It was their children that were being vexed by devils. It was their children being picked on. It was their children unable to escape that enemy that was coming after their soul. Their children were the ones dealing with some heavy stuff. Their children were the one bound and addicted and they couldn't handle their own business. And the young boy, the Bible said, had been this way since he was a very little child. But there came a father that stood on behalf of his son and he said, it's time that something changes for my boy. He can't do it on his own. He can't make it on his own. So if my neighbor or my brother or my son or my nephew or there's somebody here tonight that's being bombarded by hell and they can't seem to speak up and they can't seem to move because they're just vexed and tormented, then let there be somebody that would stand and intercede and say, it's time. Enough is enough. I'm tired of the devil messing with my baby. I'm tired of the devil messing with my family. I'm tired of the enemy doing this. And so God, I cry out to you right now. He said, Lord, have mercy on my son. His words didn't say it, but his actions did. He has dealt with this for a long time, but it's time something changes. I know my son's been addicted for a long time, but it's about time something changes. I know my daughter's been a lot of trouble for a long time, but it's time something changes. She may never come running in the house of God. She may never come admitting it, but I stand interceding on behalf of that one that is tormented, and I say it's time 
time that they be delivered. It's time that they experience freedom. It's time that those chains be broken. Come on, somebody lift your hands. Speak that over somebody you know right now that's bound. Speak that over somebody you know right now that's addicted to something that they can't break from. And all of hell has bombarded them and their family and every situation. It's time. It's time. It's time, time, Lord, that something changes. This mother, she comes and cries out to God pleading. But he answered her not a word. Okay. It's not time. Mm -mm. She said, no, it's, it's time. I know what you're saying, Jesus, but it's time. It's time. The Bible says she came and worshipped him saying, Lord, help me. Help me. But he answered and said, it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Okay. It's not time. Oh no. Mama was persistent. Mama was going to keep praying. Mommy was going to keep fighting for her baby. And said, you don't understand. It's time. She's dealt with this for far too long. It's, it's time. She said, truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Whatever I can get. Anything that you give. If a crumb falls... If just a little bit would fall my way, mm, what would happen to my baby girl? What deliverance she would feel if she just felt a touch of your hand. If in that addiction and in that dark place that she is in, if a crumb were to come and just fall and she were able to be partaker of it just for a moment, what might change? It's time. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. That would have never been possible had mom not stayed there and lingered and been persistent. Well, I don't want to bother God. I don't want to keep pestering Him. I, he called me a dog. He told me to go home. He told There's got to come a moment where there's somebody that says, God, I get it. But even the dogs get the crumbs. God, I know I'm not as worthy as somebody else. But God, I, I'm not leaving because it's time for my baby girl to be delivered. I'm not going to quit praying until I see victory. I'm not going to quit fasting until I see her in this place filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. God, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. There are going to be days that your kids are dealing with stuff no one else understands, but a mom and dad can intercede on behalf of their babies and say, it's time. Some of you have babies that have dealt with some stuff for a very, very long time. But I've come to tell you in the Holy Ghost, it's time. 
It's time. We've been speaking it. We've been praying it for years that those prodigals are coming home, that those lost loved ones are going to... God is doing it right now. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. There are crumbs falling from the master's table tonight. It's time. But you've got to be here to catch them. You've got to be here to make sure you're interceding. You've got to make sure that you're here saying, it's time. My baby may not be here, but I'm going to stand on her behalf. My baby may not catch anything from his table, but I will and I'll deliver it. I'll send it to her. I'll tell her somebody's praying. I'll tell them somebody's been fasting. And it's time for them to be set free. Jesus is here. Jesus is ministering in this place. And while He is here in this moment, we've got to make sure that we're saying, it's time. It's time. God has been in this place all day today. And if you left leaving without what you came for, I'm sorry, because God's here. And He's come to tell somebody tonight, it's time. It's time. It's time. Jesus Himself had a moment of realizing it's time. The Bible says Jesus, knowing the price He was about to pay, decided He was going to go to a garden and pray as He typically would do. And He began to wrestle with His flesh. He comes again and He keeps finding His disciples asleep and finding them asleep and going back and praying a little further and coming back and finding them asleep and going back and, and praying a little further. And finally He comes back and He says, All right now. The hour is at hand. And the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. What is He saying? He said, it's time. This is no shocker to me. I understand it's my time. I understand what's about to take place. I understand what they're about to do to me. And I understand what I'm about to do for this world. It's time. This was not just any hour, for Mark says that while he was praying, he said that this hour might pass from him. He knew what this time meant for him. He knew what he was facing and what he was about to endure. But that's why he had to get down and wrestle his flesh and say, no, it's time. I know you want to give up, but it's time. I know you're ready to quit, but it's time. This is the fulfillment of every prophecy. This is that moment the world has been waiting for. This was the plan that I ordained from the very beginning and the fall of man. Don't you give up. Don't you quit. Don't you stop now. It's time. I know your spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. That's all right. It's time. It's time. It's time. You keep praying. You keep believing. You keep pressing. Jesus had been telling them it was coming and now He said, it's time. I've told you it was coming and it's time. God's told you, some of you, it's coming and it's time. After wrestling and praying, saying my spirit is willing but my flesh is weak, He got the victory over the flesh and He killed it spiritually before He ever killed it physically. And He said the hour is at hand. The time has come. It's time for me to save the world. It's time for me to be that lamb slain as I foretold that it was at the foundations of the earth. Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas just had a prayer meeting and a praise break. Then they had a jail break. 
And he said, hold on, hold on, don't anybody leave. I'm, I'm going to take my life. And they said, oh guard, don't take your life. We're all still here. We hadn't gone anywhere. The Bible says he fell down and he says, sirs, what must I do to be saved? I want to know what I've got to do. And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in the house. And he took them a few days later. He took them when it was convenient for them to get their schedules worked out and wait till Johnny was done with his t-ball practice and Susie was done with volleyball and they got all the kids picked up from school and wife got home from her job and got all the food cooked and he cleaned all the dishes to help her out. And when everything aligned just right, then they come on over. It says, and they spake unto him the word and he took them the same hour. He said, it's, it's time. You've told me what I need to do to be saved. It's time. Right now for my family, it's time. This window may not be open tomorrow, but right now it's time. So I don't care what hour it is. You remember what hour it was? It was the midnight hour. And he says, come on, we'll wake up the babies. We'll wake up my wife. I don't care. They, they, they can go get some sleep tomorrow, but we're going to have church tonight. We're going to go home and you're going to tell them everything you just told me. You're going to preach to them that they need the gift of the Holy Ghost. That they need to be baptized in Jesus' name. That they can live a glorious life and live a holy life. Preach to them just like you preach to me. Well, when do you want to schedule it? What do you mean when do I want to schedule it? I want it right now. It's time right now. Come on, let's go to my house right now. Knocking on the door. Yes, oh honey, come on, this guy's got to come in. They've got to tell you what just happened. They've got to tell you about God. They've got to tell you about this Jesus that died for us. That He loved us enough that while we were yet sinners, He would die on the cross and give His life for us. He understood it was His time. And honey, tonight, it's our time. It's our time. It's our baby's time. It's time for them to receive the Holy Ghost. The message says they went on to spell out in detail the story of the Master. And the entire family got in on this part. They never did get to bed that night. The jailer made them feel at home. He dressed their wounds and then he couldn't wait till morning. Woo! I wish somebody would feel that way tonight. I can't wait till morning. I can't wait till Monday's bad. I can't wait till Monday. I need God to move tonight. I need God to do something right now. It's time He moves tonight. It says He couldn't wait till morning. They were baptized. He and everyone in His family. And there in His home, He had food set out for a festival meal. It was a night to remember. He and His entire family had put their trust in God. Everyone in the house was in on this celebration. That's what God desires for your family tonight. That everybody would be in on this celebration. That everybody would be rejoicing and exceeding glad. He could have waited. He could have said, well, let's figure some things out first. But instead, He said, it's time. I don't want to wait until morning. It's time. There are some people here tonight that are tired of the same old, same old. You feel like you're just caught in this loop and it's the same thing over and over and over again. 
going through the daily routines. You've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm not here to speak this tonight as a hype message. I'm here to tell you in the Holy Ghost that I felt God speak these two words into my spirit. It's time. I know it's been redundant tonight and I pray that it stays that way. I pray that it sticks in your soul that when you go home tonight, you're still saying, it's time. And when you wake up in the morning, you're still saying, it's time. I know there are more words in that verse from our text tonight, but when I tell you when I read this in the Passion Translation, it looked just like this. That's why I put it like that tonight, because when I read it, it was like that right there. It was the Holy Ghost or something, but it's, it's time. It's time. It's time to sing and shout for joy. It's time. It's time. I want you to get it tonight. I want you to see it just like that. It's time. It's time to sing and to shout for joy. Brother Clyde you can come on up. Maybe that is for one of you. Or maybe that's for all of you. But Ecclesiastes said to everything, there is a season and a time. For some of you, it's been a season of hurt. But it's time for a season of healing. For some of you, it's been a season of sorrow. But God's about to turn it around for you and it's about to be a season of joy for your life. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, whatever season... Whatever season you have been in, whatever time that you have been in, it's about to turn. It's about to turn. Tim, it's about to turn for you. I feel that in the Holy Ghost tonight. It's about to turn in Jesus' name. Whatever it's been, it's about to turn. For some of you, it's been an hour of breakdown, but God said, no, it's about to be a time of building up. For some of you, it's been a season of weeping, but it's about to be a time of laughter. Some of you have had to mourn, but it's about to be a time to dance. Because Scripture said, the sorrow may last for the night, but joy, joy, joy comes in the morning. How many of you are ready for that time of joy again? You've cried yourself to sleep long enough. It's time for joy. Sorrow lasts, but joy is on its way. If you're here tonight wondering when revival's coming, it's time. If some of you have questioned when you're going to smile again, it's time. Maybe you've been in that night season for 20 years and maybe you've only been in there for 20 days. But I'm telling you, it's time. Colossians 3, 7 in the Passion. He's talking about how they used to live this horrible life. He said, that's how you once behave, characterized by your evil deeds. But now, it's time to eliminate them from your life once and for all. It's time now to eliminate those things from your life once and for all. Ephesians 4, 23 says, now it's time to be made new. By every revelation that's been given to you. Psalms 9, 9 and 19. Yahweh, I'm talking to you. It's time to arise and judge the nations who defy you. Don't you let rebellious men triumph. Lazarus has died and there's been delay. In John 11, he finally says, come on. It's time I go to Bethany. John 11, 11, he says, Lazarus, our friend, has just fallen asleep. 
It's time I go wake him up. There are some things that have been dead for a long time, but they're about to be resurrected because it's time. It's time that burden is back. It's time that passion is back inside of you. Psalm 74 and 23. Never forget what your adversaries are saying, for their rage and uproar rise continually against you. It's time to stand up to them. David, don't you listen to that giant one more day. Don't you let him call you out any longer. It's time that you step out on that battlefield and say, you're not going to do this to me any longer. You're not going to keep us on the run any longer. Psalms 149.1, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's time to sing to God a brand new song. It's time, Greater Life Church, to sing a brand new song. It's time to sing and to shout for joy. It's time to sing a new song. It's time to shout. It's time for revival. It's time for breakthrough. It's time for healing. It's time for joy. It's time for strongholds to be brought down. It's time for somebody to be delivered. It's time for me to get out of where I've been hiding and step out and say no more. No more. He's turning it. He's turning it. It's time, Greater Life Church. It's time, Greater Life. He Ida bo sa ta la ba ka yo do bo ko ta ba ha Ida bo sa ta la ba ka yo do bo ko ta ba ha Ida bo sa ta la ba ka yo do bo ko ta ba ha